Hello, everybody. My name is John Ogulu, and I am so excited to be bringing to you another episode of the Morale Booster with John Ogulu. And today I have with me another very powerful and interesting guest. Her name is Dr. Angie Gray. Dr. Angie Gray is an empowerment coach. She is an author, a speaker, and a consultant. She is the vice president and co-founder of Empowerment Matters. So that, that's to tell you that we have been keeping to our promises of bringing very great guests to you. And before I allow Angie to tell us more about herself, I wanna remind those of you who are currently listening to this program via podcast and also those watching via YouTube. So please remember to share and like share this message because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. And I know you all will do that. Thank you so much. So Angie, thank you for joining me on the program. I like to allow my guests do a formal introduction of themselves because it's good to hear from the house's mouth. Can you please tell us who you are and what you do? Yes. Thank you so much for having me, John. I am particularly honored and privileged to be here with you today. And uh, I came to know you through our interaction at the uh, Speak to Impact Summit in Atlanta, Georgia that you hosted. And I tell you, it was a wonderful experience. So thank you so much for inviting me on that particular platform, as well as this platform. I am, as I said, grateful to be a part of this. So I thank you very much for that. My pleasure, Angie. Thank yes. you so much. First of all, thank you for attending the event. You know, like I always tell people and other speakers that we have light that must be given, light that we definitely have to shine on the world. Yeah. And I thank you for being part of that journey because yes. they say we rise by lifting others yes and absolutely. what you're doing the world currently needs that more than ever before especially due to what we're going through so thank you once again for uh, what you're doing and thank you for joining me on the program yes thank you so much and what you just said speaks volumes to what I, it is that i'm doing right. uh you mentioned let our light shine Yes. And that is a big part of what I'm doing. My idea uh, is that I'm going to teach people how to use their voices in a way that it can illuminate not just themselves, but their God-given gifts and talents that they have, that they are able to bring to the world, to the kingdom, to the universe. And in order to do that, sometimes we need to get close to ourselves and learn about ourselves so that we are able to just move forward and do what we have been called to do. And it's with those thoughts and sentiments in mind that uh, I co-founded the business Empowerment Matters with my husband, John Gray. Um, and we use that platform to help others to live their best life. And the way that we do that is through our speaking engagements, our books, our coaching, and our consulting with businesses. So we use all of those components to really just build up people because people need to be edified, particularly in a time like this. In a time such as this, 
all voices of positivity need to be heard. So we use Empowerment Matters to do just that. So again, I am trying to allow my light to shine so that I can help others to shine and be their best selves. That's great. I love that. You know, you, you made mention of helping people learn about themselves because really a lot of people think they know themselves. They think they know a lot about their, their capabilities. And that's where coaching actually comes in. So first of all, we are glad that you would be able to talk to us, to my listeners, about ways on how they can identify who they truly are. So thank you for that, Angie. Now, that takes me to my next question. Right, what motivated you to become an entrepreneur? Now, let's talk about the entrepreneurship part of it. Okay, so actually, I believe becoming an entrepreneur has been always in my DNA and always in my blood. I've always had a business of some sort uh, in addition to my regular employment. Uh, since I was 18 years old. Okay. So that has always been part of my makeup because I believe that we have passions, we have gifts, we have talents, we have skills that don't necessarily fit into the nice realm, the box of a job, of a career position. Those things are great for the entities for which we are serving Um, but they're not necessarily great for ourselves. And that's what I want people to understand. We have these God-given gifts, these God-given talents and skills, and we have a purpose and a plan. God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. And when we answer that call, that's when we become the people that we have been called to be. And in doing that, that generally does not fit inside of the box of a job. So there's always room for entrepreneurship because that gives us an opportunity to do things the way that we would like to do them and to have things the way that we would like to have them. So uh, that's how I found myself in the entrepreneurship realm. And I think it's very important, even if we are working, that we would be able to, take our talents and our skills and do something on the side so that we can be able to find fulfillment, to be able to find purpose, to be able to fill our passion. So as we're doing those things, that's when we get a chance to really shine. And as we mentioned, that's when we get a chance to get to know ourselves because so often we don't know ourselves. We haven't done the hard work of figuring out who we are and what we stand for and what we want to be and what we want to do and how we want to act, how we want to show up in the world. So the way to do that is to follow your passion. So your passion leads you to entrepreneurships and your entrepreneurships lead you to your purpose. So with all those things in mind, I think that entrepreneurship is something that we each should do. Now, some of us will be able to do that on a full-time basis, and some of us will not choose to do that on a full-time basis. But I do think some component of that should be a part of each of our lives. And that's so that we have some self-fulfillment, so that we have a, a feeling of, of um, 
significance, a feeling of importance, and being able to just impact the kingdom, impact the universe, because we each have a purpose that was given to us at the time we were conceived. And it's up to us to uncover that and to bring that forth. So that's what entrepreneurship, I believe, does for each of us. Absolutely. That, those are great points you just dropped there. I love them. You talked about every human being having a passion or a skill. And you also talked about taking calculated risks. For example, having a side gig, you know, I mean, having a side gig mm -hmm. means there's so many people out there, especially those watching and listening to this program right now, who currently have jobs, nine yeah. to five jobs. And I always tell people to learn to take calculated risks. Do not say because you heard someone talking about entrepreneurship being the best thing, you should just quit your job. So I always, <laughs> yes, I always tell people to use their nine to five to finance their five to nine. Yeah, yeah. That's I love that, John. I'm going to have to steal that from you. I love that. That's awesome. Right, right. So taking calculated risk. So that brings me to the next question. I, I know definitely you, you encountered some challenges while, you know, on that journey to entrepreneurship. Can you please share with us, share with my audience, what challenges you experienced and how you were able to overcome them? Absolutely. John, I think as we take those calculated risks, we're going to have some wins and we're going to have some losses. And that's just part of the package. But we have to be willing to take that risk, be willing to accept those losses and build on those losses and recognize that failure is not a real thing. That's failure is something, a concept that just holds us back. And we have to learn to realize that failure is simply God's way of saying to us, recalculate, just like the GPS system, if you're going down the wrong path. Yeah. So if it feels like a loss or it feels like a failure, it's really just a, a, a indication that it's time to recalculate. Right. So that's what I look for. And I learned that in recent months. Uh, I haven't always known that. I've always been, uh, there have been times in my life where I was truly afraid to take those calculated risks because it was easier to just get up and go to the nine to five every day. Yeah. That's easy. That's really easy. We can all do that. But do we find joy in that? Do we find peace in that? Do we find fulfillment in that? Do we feel significant? And while I was in my career and my job, I did for a long, long time. But then I kept getting this little nudge on the shoulder that said, hey, you're more than this. You're bigger than this. You have more than this to offer to the kingdom. But as we mentioned earlier, those things that are trying to ooze out of us, those things that are trying to come out of us, they can't do that inside the confines in the box of a job. Right. So we must look at the entrepreneurship as an opportunity to do that. And in looking at those calculated risks, of course, there's going to be times where you feel like you've made a mistake, where you feel like you have not um, been able to do exactly what you wanted to do, where it didn't go off the way that you had hoped that it did. And in doing that, 
the biggest thing that I was able to do is learn that it's time to invest into myself in investing in myself through getting a coach and a mentor. My mentor is Les Brown and my coach is John Tallarico. So I am using those people to help me become my best self because we can all be uh, we can't all be Michael Jordan and we can't all be Kobe Bryant and um, Donovan McNabb. We, we all need coaches. Right. We need someone to take us by the hand and help us to see the good that we have, help us to figure out how to recalculate, help us to uh, look at the, the strengths that we have, the weaknesses that we have, and combine them all in a nice, neat package that looks like our entrepreneurship. And in doing that, no, it's not that we are on the straight and narrow path. It's never going to be a straight and narrow path, but it will be that crooked path can can be made somewhat straight when we have someone outside looking in. Because as Les Brown says, we're in the box And when we're in the box, we're in the frame, we can't see what others see. So we have to be willing to let someone else tell us what it is that they see in us and how we can capitalize on those gifts and talents. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for those nuggets. To everybody listening to this program right now, via podcast and those watching via YouTube, we still have Dr. Angie Gray in the house. She has been dropping some great nuggets. And if you have missed anything, don't worry. You can always replay. Programs like this, it's always advisable to listen to them, share them, share the message. Because like I always say, you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Thank you, Dr. Gray. Now, you talked about failure being a concept that holds us back. You know, I have had the opportunity of speaking with so many people who have limiting beliefs. They have jobs that they are not happy with, like they complain 247, and they know they have skills, but they are scared to take that leap of faith. And just like what Roosevelt says, he said, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. So people have those limiting beliefs that constrain them from stepping into their greatness. What's your advice to people like that? Some have kids, like young kids, they feel they cannot, they, they, they cannot jump into that business because it's not the right time. And we know there can never be a right time. What's your advice for people? So my advice is that when we look at fear, we must look at what's causing that fear. Let's look and see if that is a tangible thing that's happening or if that's just a figment of our imagination. And in doing that, we have to get closer, not just to ourselves, but we have to enter into the spiritual realm of getting closer to God, getting closer to our creator so that we understand that who we are, what we are supposed to be doing and those things that get in the way that we see them for what they are. Fear is nothing more than a distraction. Right. And it's a hindrance and an obstacle that we must get over. And one of the things that um, I love to do with my coaching clients is I have a program called Happy, Healthy, 
whole, free, and wealthy. And in that program, we look at little tiny steps that we can take, right. little bite-sized steps that we can take to move forward on a daily basis, as opposed to looking at the big giant picture at one time. Because how do you eat an elephant? <laughs> one bite at a time. Right. So we want to make sure that we are doing little bits and pieces because they are less um, fear fear invoking than looking at the bigger picture. So that would be my greatest advice. That's a good one. I love that. Now, if you're listening to the program, Dr. Um, Gray says, the first thing is to identify those fears, those limiting beliefs. Understand yourself. Identify the limiting beliefs and look for ways to eliminate them. First of all, you need a coach. You need someone, an accountability partner, who can provide you with the tools required for you to achieve your dreams. Now, a lot of people think family members are a great resource for accountability. But trust me, family members could be sentimental. Am I right? (laughs) Yes, I would not advise a family member. A family member is too close to us. We need to have someone who uh, is not emotionally attached to us. We need someone who um, is clear about the direction that we want to go in. And sometimes our family members get lost in who they know us to be and not who we are becoming. And the good thing about a coach is a coach keeps their eye on the prize of who you are becoming, not who you were in the past, not who you are right now. But they look to bring us from where we are now to where we actually want to be, who we are becoming. And I think that's why it's important to have a a skillful coach right but one that is not emotionally attached to us exactly that's that's the that's the reason why having a family member as an accountability partner has a limit you need a professional you need someone who has the required tools for you to succeed so if you're listening to this program right now remember coaching is paramount yes yeah do not do not think you can do it alone or you can accomplish everything with family members. So everybody goes through challenges in life, but it is how you handle those challenges that truly matters. Right now we are going through a pandemic. I would say we're going through perilous times right now. So Dr. Angie, what what would your advice be to those people who have a passion for entrepreneurship but during the peak of when they wanted to transition from their jobs to entrepreneurship, then the pandemic struck, putting a lot of fear in them right now. What's your advice for people like that? Well, first and foremost, I wanna give my condolences to the families that have lost someone uh, in the pandemic. Um, That's the first and foremost thing that I wish to do. Unfortunately, we had uh, members of our family and members of our church family who uh, succumbed to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. However, I must say that as we look at things, whether no matter how negative they are, no matter how much of a crisis they are, 
we must look at them for the silver lining and look at them for opportunities. Crisis is the best opportunity for us to come out of ourselves and to get to those things that I mentioned earlier that are buried within us. And we need to understand that those things are planted and not buried. So I say that they are buried in us, but we need to make them so that they are planted, seeds that are planted, that we can allow them to grow and take this opportunity of a pandemic to spend time getting to know oneself, spend time getting closer to one's creator, spend time getting closer to understanding what it is that you want, where you're going to go, and develop a plan. The biggest part of that plan is a routine. The routine involves prayer and meditation. It involves uh, talking uh, to yourself and writing down things. This is important. Write things down. Write down your plans and your ideas and actually develop a plan of action, but include them as small steps. Right, right. That's a great one. I love that nuggets, Dr. Angie. That's great. Thank you so much for letting people know all these. Now, the reason why we keep bringing powerful guests like Dr. Gray to the program is to let you know that whatever you are going through, you are not alone. Absolutely. People are always around to give you that comfort, to give you that encouragement that you need. Albert Einstein said, in the middle of every difficulty lies an opportunity. My heart goes out to everybody who has lost a loved one. I know people have lost their jobs, businesses have closed up, but I want us to understand one thing, that we have the best gift and that's the gift of life. And for as long as you can hear me and as long as you can hear Dr. Gray speaking, it means you are alive. It means you have the opportunity to step into your greatness. You have another chance. You have another opportunity. Yes. So Dr. Angie, what do you think about the paradigm shift in terms of your own business, your coaching business, your speaking business? I know that industry is recession proof. Yes. The beautiful part about that is I've learned from Les Brown, as I said, he's my mentor. And one of the things that he says all the time is that we, we move from click, I'm sorry, from brick and mortar to click in order. And that's what we must do. And in doing so, I know that I'm going to move my business to a virtual arena. So my speaking engagements will take place online, my webinars and my uh, teaching courses, uh, all of those things will take place online. It just, it's another avenue to be able to um, have a platform to speak from. Right. So we look at podcasts, such as the one that we're doing with you. This is a wonderful opportunity for right. anyone in this industry to be able to sit down and, and, and share their responses and express themselves um, with regard to a podcast and be able to touch someone. One of the things you said in the very beginning, John, was that you never know who needs to hear what you have to say. And that's the beauty part, the beautiful part about going to a virtual arena, 
because right. not everyone has access to go out, even if they, even if we were not in a pandemic. This has opened our eyes to the fact that we can reach so many more. Absolutely. There are people now that we're talking to in different countries, in different continents. We, we have an opportunity now to reach the entire world right. through the, the technology and Wi-Fi. So internet and all that stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So thank you for that. That's a great one. Now, um, talking about going virtual, what kind of clients do you work with? You know, in your coaching business, do you have a particular niche? Do you work with only women? Do you work with everybody? You know, just tell us what kind of clients you work with so people out there can always reach out to you. Absolutely. Primarily, I work with women, but I'm, I'm not limiting myself to women because the issues that I'm dealing with, helping others to find their purpose, doesn't matter if they're man, woman, boy, girl, child, adult, elder, um, we all need to be able to find our voice and find our purpose and be able to grow in that. So it is my job to help people uncover that, help them to uncover what their purpose is. So I don't limit myself to any specific type of person. What I'm looking for when I'm coaching someone, when I'm considering taking them on as a client, I look to see their willingness to do the work because right. it is not easy. And it takes a commitment. It takes dedication to saying, you know what, I may fall, but I'm going to get up and brush that curb dust off and keep right. it moving. Yeah. That's the kind of client that I'm looking for. I'm looking for a client who knows that they have within themselves something that someone in this universe needs and that they are willing to share it. Because as my favorite book says, your gifts and talents will make a way for you. It's up to me to help them to find their gifts and talents. So that's what I'm looking to do. Oh, that's great. Thank you. So you just talked, you just made mention of your book. Is there any book you would like to share with my listeners, my audience? Do you have any book you want to share with us? Or Absolutely. I... What you get there? <laughs> Yes. So there's one thing that I do want to mention to you um, when we were just discussing um, finding purpose and so forth. I have an event coming up in December, December 11th through the 13th, and it's an entrepreneur small business boot camp. We are doing a mastermind group of bringing people in who are very new to the entrepreneurship world but they know that they have something that they want to give and they know something that there's more in them than more in them than their job right. and they want to get out of that box we will take them by the hand and show them how to start that business in a single weekend okay. it's years worth of work that they're going to save because I've been at this for a number of years. So my experience, I'm going to be able to bring to the table. I have another uh, collaborator who's working with me. Her name is Liz Nolly Tillman. She comes from the corporate world. So she's able to bring a corporate response right. and to help us to do that. And we are working together uh, to help people get started. How do I figure out my, my elevator 
pitch? How do I figure out my branding words? What platforms do I use? How do I collect money? So often people get in business and somebody says, okay, I'll buy that book or I'll do this. And you're like, oh, what do I do with the money? How do I get the money? (laughs) So we're going to help them set up those accounts receivable help them to set up their social media game because social media is such an integral part of our lives right now that we have to learn how to maneuver it. I, for one, don't like social media, but I know it's a vehicle that I must engage in. And so I want to talk to that person who's having some ambivalence about social media. I want them to understand that this is their opportunity for their voice. So... That's what I'm looking to do. And that event is on my website. And that is at Dr. Angie Gray. That's D-R-A-N-G-I-E-G-R-A-Y.com. So that's how they can find out about that event. Okay. So your website again is drangiegray.com. Dr. Angie, A-N-G-I-E. G-R-A-Y dot com. Is that correct? That is correct. Great. So if you are listening to this program right now through podcast and watching via YouTube, remember, Dr. Angie will be having a summit, a virtual summit for people who want to become entrepreneurs in December on the 11th to 13th. Am I right? Okay, it is December 11th through the 13th, but it is at a Christian retreat and conference center. It is live. Oh, live, okay. So, yes. So we will do everything from soup to nuts, from developing our vision through a vision board activity and clarity and moving forward. And when they leave on Sunday afternoon, they leave with a business in hand. All they have to do is say, I'm here. Right, that's great. So this this is like is this going to be your first event? This will be my first live event. Yes, Ooh, yes. So I'm very yeah. excited about it. It is a boot camp. It's uh, although it's at a retreat center, we will not be retreating. We will be working. Right. We will be getting it in. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Right. And yeah, I know yeah. that we are going to bless all those who attend. Right. You know why I'm so excited. Because we are all tired of seeing other people help us achieve our dreams. Yes. You have taken it to the next level now. The the summit would hold. So you need to to start doing your massive advertising. Do you have a cap to the number of people you want in attendance? So in this particular one, this is a mastermind session. And because it is a hands-on session, we are looking to just incorporate 10 people for this particular session. So it's going to be small group and we're mindful of all of the COVID restrictions. And uh, we're going to keep it small on purpose so that we can get to our purpose. Okay, not a problem. So they can find you. If you're listening to the program, you can find details on our website. Dr. AngieGray.com. So what social media platforms do you utilize? Are you on? So I personally am on Facebook, Instagram, and um, LinkedIn. Those are the ones that I am on. I am most active on Facebook, and I am now beginning a broadcast program that I'll be putting on YouTube. So um, on YouTube, I have a program that I do with a chiropractor and it's called cracking the code of wellness 
one adjustment at a time. And I work with uh, a series with Dr. Joseph Ionelli, who is a chiropractor. And we look at ways that we can uh, do one small step to improve our health in various areas, such as hydration and exercise and stretching and so forth. Okay, thank you so much. So while I give my um, last nuggets, I want you to also prepare one that you will drop with my audience so they can think about and step up to their greatness. So I wanna remind those people currently listening that there is a quote from Les Brown that says, if your why is big enough, you will find your how. A lot of people talk themselves out of their dreams because when they nurture those dreams, they do not know how to execute. Then it gets to that point where they feel that vision is out of their league. If I'm speaking to you today, I want you to always remember this quote. If, you, if your why is big enough, you will find your how. You don't need to know how to do it. All you need is that vision. Write down that vision. Stop talking yourself out of it. By the time you step out there and look for somebody to tell about this vision, that person might have your how. The how does not necessarily have to come from you. So stop talking yourself out of those great dreams. Seek help where help is needed. Seek help when help is needed. Am I right, Dr. Angie? Yes, you are absolutely on point, John. I love that. You have capital captured exactly what we need to do. And you had asked me about my book. I wanted to take this opportunity to show you my book. Right. And it is uh, entitled, entitled One Good Sip at a Time. Okay. And this is for spiritual growth. So as we're looking at spiritual growth, that will take us to the point of purpose. Right. So that's why it's important that we look at faith, that we look at obedience, that we look at love and gratitude and uh, evolving. We should always be working to evolve, to become our personal best selves. Every day when we lay down our heads, one of the things that Les Brown always reminds us is when you lay down your head at night, make sure you lay down with one more thing in your head, one piece of knowledge that you did not have when you woke right. up in the morning. So right. it is a personal development opportunity that we must take every single day. And the last of that is to work on our relationships make sure that our relationships are tight because when our relationships are good, we're good. And then lastly, to look at self-care. Self-care is crucial, particularly in times like this. Right. We've got to take care of ourselves. We've got to do the hard work of not just getting to know ourselves, but also learning how to share what we know with others because we don't want to take it to the graveyard. As right. Dr. Miles Monroe says, yes. you don't want to take all those treasures. All those potentials. Yes, yes, system. absolutely. I love that. I, I love Miles Monroe. Yes, so he was a phenomenal good. man and I learned so much from him. Me too, um, me too. he was a great man. You know, and service. That, that's, that's a great legacy he left behind. You know, I keep yes. reminding people that sometimes legacy is not always what you leave behind for people, but it is what you leave behind 
in people. Yes, I love that, John. That's so cruel. So, <laughs> so critical. I made up, a, made up a new word because I was getting ready to say, when you take those things with you and you don't leave them, that's a cruelty that we leave instead of a legacy that we leave. Because exactly. we have so much to offer as individuals and right. we have to be willing to offer. We have to be willing to share and to serve. And when we do that, the world is a better place. The kingdom is better. It's right. what we were designed to do, what we were created to do, what we came here to do. Absolutely. So thank, you. thank you, Dr. Angie. Now, go grab a copy of her book. It's, called, it's titled One Good Sip at a Time. Can they find it on Amazon? They can find it on Amazon and they can also find it on my website. If they go through my website, I will autograph the book and send it right out to them. Okay. So uh, again, my website is www.drangiegray.com, drangiegray.com. Or if they wish to go through Amazon, they certainly can do that. It's available in uh, digital form as well as uh, soft paperback. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for that. Everybody go grab a copy of that book. Reading broadens our horizon. I, I am not sent to tell you anything new for those of you listening to this program. My job is to constantly remind you about those things you already know. So for as long as you hear my voice and for as long as you see my face, just know that you will constantly be reminded of those things you already know. So don't get offended. I want to remind you for the last time to please remember to share this message to all your networks because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Think about it and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for joining me on the program, Dr. Angie. And I hope Thank when next I call you, you will answer my call. Yes. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed myself thoroughly and I consider myself blessed to be a part of your tribe. So I thank you so much, Mr. Ugalu. You thank have you so done much. a wonderful job in reminding us what we need to do. And I take those reminders to heart and I will practice those reminders. So thank All you. All right. Thank you. So thank you, everybody. Have a blessed day.